What's going on, Car Bro Nation? It's your boy Jerry, the TR Expert Washington, hanging out here at General Fitness Company Studio. It is Tuesday, December 8th, 2020, and I've got a good episode for you today. Today, well, today we're going to be talking about something really fun. We're going to be talking about something uh, that came up shortly after I finished training my last client, and I wanted to, I was in such, a, such excitement and such an enlightened state of mind that I wanted to record it as soon as possible. So I recorded it. It's a little raw because normally I try to take notes before I record my, my episodes. So it's a little raw. I haven't edited it yet, edited, edited yet but I will try to make it as clean as possible so uh, it's not too, uh, too ummy and too, um, what's the right word? Hard to follow. <laughs> That's probably the best way to put it. What we're going to be talking about is it's not what you think. <laughs> it's not what you think. We're going to be talking about how injuries and limitations and dis- systems dysfunctions not nece- aren't necessarily caused by what you think. You know, as a, as a personal trainer, I've been uh, uh, experiencing this uh, for a while, not necessarily personally, but uh, through my clients. You know, I see I have my clients always report back to me these crazy things about like, oh, I have my left shoulder hurting. It must be something that I did on my left side. But a lot of times it's not necessarily the case. Maybe it is something that you did on your left side that might have triggered it, but for the most part, that's not necessarily how it goes. So we're going to be talking about that today. We're going to actually uh, give you a little real-world analysis and how that applies into everyday problem-solving in your life. So yeah, without further ado, let's go ahead and get this episode underway. Episode number 508 of the TR Expert Talks. It's not what you think. <laughs> Let go! All right, so I'm just finishing my last client, and I wanted to get this out because uh, you know, a lot of times when I record these podcasts, I take some notes, I kind of think about it a little bit, but I just wanted to get right into it today because uh, I was thinking about how many of my clients actually deal with the situation and how many people in general I know that even walk into my doors without being my client, and they deal with the situation. I have people, I remember when I first started training, he deal with this, and I have people that have been training uh, forever that still kind of, I, I have a particular client that... Uh, has this issue. My client that I just finished training has this issue. And my client is, it's interesting because, uh, the reason why this happens is because of CrossFit type training. I'm not poo-pooing CrossFit. I'm saying that CrossFit type training in the sense that you have a, maybe a workout of the day or you have a prescription workout, 
But the workout not may not be necessarily a prescription for you, first of all. And for second of all, you may not understand why you have a prescription or why that, what the actual um, program in general is. So if you miss a workout or if you're not aware of what you're doing in your workout, you can get hurt or at the very minimum, uh, you might find yourself with dysfunctions in your movement or you might find yourself with imbalances in your, in your body. So I've talked about this before and I talked about how when you, work at, what, when you work out or when you get injured, a lot of times the injury that you feel or the pain or discomfort that you feel is not necessarily from the thing that you feel. Say, for instance, you have pain in your left hip. It may not be the actual left hip, so to speak. I'm holding up air quotes. But uh, it may not be actually the left hip that is the issue. It may actually be that your right knee or your right hip is imbalance or is, is not as strong as your left hip so what's happening when you're running or when you're lifting you are overcompensating by kind of leaning on your left hip right or say for instance you don't have a lot of balance but you happen to have more balance on one side because you kind of when you stand you kind of sit in one hip you know what i'm saying, talking about you know how the, you, you probably do that yourself but when you're standing you may not stand straight up and down but you might have kind of lean to one side, lean to one hip, and that may be your favorite hip, and that may be your favorite hip because the other hip is not as strong. So when you actually do squats and stuff like that, I see this in a lot of people, you see uh, clients and people in general, they have like maybe one foot that rotates out while the other foot is straight. And that's because one hip is not as strong. So you have to kind of subconsciously, you turn that foot out because the hip is not as strong. So you kind of like, push your hips to the other side, that left, that left hip, so that takes the brunt of what you're doing. It takes the brunt of the action, right? Whereas the other hip is kind of like trailing along, but helping you in its own way. So I've made this analogy in other, in other episodes, but it's, it's still true. I mean, your body is like a... It's kind of like a machine, more like a sailboat. You know, everything, tendons and ligaments, they all have tensile force. And I think that the actual episode was called Tensile Force. <laughs> I think it was not too long ago. Uh, but it's important to like understand that whatever you're having an issue with, that's not necessarily the issue. So the way you can help, help address this, I'm just going to get right into how you can address this situation. First of all, understand the programming that you're doing, right? Understand what you're working on. Don't just go in there, go in, in, into a routine haphazardly and constantly doing the same thing over and over again. Because obviously that's the easiest way to get an imbalance is to do the same exact thing over and over again. Unless it's an actual prescription you know, from a physical therapist or a personal trainer that is meant for you to build these specific things up. Because I can't tell you how many people tell me, come up to me and tell me they have their own workout program and they tell me about their own workout program and it's like the same thing or it's like the same five muscle groups and it, it lacks other things that I can see like down the road is going to be an uh, issue that they'll, <laughs> they'll come across because maybe they're only doing leg extensions, not doing leg curls. Uh, maybe they're only doing upper body, not lower body. Maybe they're uh, not working on their balance, but they're working on a lot of speed training. So there's a lot of things that you need to address when you're working on 
working out. Obviously, you can just work out and be active. That's not, that's not a bad idea. But if you're actually getting into a routine, you're actually trying to work out, get in shape, you're trying to maybe get cut, you know, maybe get fit. Uh, it's more than just going for a walk and, uh, and maybe lifting a couple weights in the gym. It's especially if you're having an injury or limitation as it is. So the, the solution here, first of all, is to make sure that your ligaments and tendons are strong along with your muscles, right? So isometrics is a isometric training. I've actually talked about this a few couple episodes ago. Isometric training is a great way to strengthen your muscles and tendons, or excuse me, your ligaments and tendons, uh, because it helps you stabilize. Those ligaments and tendons are what help you stabilize, and, and isometric contractions are essentially what your body does to stabilize. So if you can do that, if you can practice doing that, you're actually getting yourself uh, prepared for lifting heavier and heavier weights. If you have stable joints, you can lift heavier weights. You know, it's just, it's a given. You know, your body can withstand more. You may may not be able to lift it, but your body has the capability, the potential to lift. Uh, Whereas like if you don't work on your ligaments and tendons and you don't work on your stability, if you do end up getting strong, you're going to be having, you're going to probably have some kind of compensation uh, that you use to get to that strength because you don't have uh, the proper uh, stability in your joints. Over the years of training, I've seen this so many times. It's just, it's pretty much anybody that's a runner I know that comes in and I can look at the way they walk for two seconds. I can see exactly how they're training. And most, for the most part, I see this, that runners you know, avid runners, I shouldn't say avid runners, but runners that are kind of avid, but not really into working out people that just get just run. They have a lot of issues with balance. And they have a lot of issues with knees and hips, uh, because they don't have the strength and stability in their joints. They've developed uh, some compensations in their running form. They have the leg that flails out. They have the knees that knock together. They have the hips. They have the twisting of the hips as they run because they've developed these compensations because they don't have enough strength in their muscles and they don't have enough stability in their joints to uh, handle each impact as they step, right? So I could tell you right now that if you have pain in your joints, pain in your knees, your back, your hips, when you, as a runner, the problem isn't like how you're, the problem most likely isn't uh, that your shoes are wrong or most likely isn't that you shouldn't be a runner. It is most likely that you haven't done enough to strengthen your jo- strengthen and stabilize your joints. You haven't done enough to actually uh, help your muscles push you along so you've developed these compensations and the moving your body almost falling into your I've seen I actually was just had a client uh, yesterday that has that same issue they uh, very strong client but unfortunately this uh, client uh, has this tendency to kind of like fall when they run or almost stomp it almost sounds like stomping and it's it's stomp it, it sounds like stomping but what it really is is the person falling because they don't have enough stability to step roll off the foot lift it up and land again. What happens is they don't have the stability. So when they land, they land with their foot kind of like slamming on the floor to get as much, uh, what do you call it, balance as possible. So that slamming down with each step, especially when you don't have stability, it sends those those reverberations up into your hips, into your knees, into your back, and you end up somewhere along that chain finding that weak link. 
so to speak. And you got to work on it. <laughs> you got to work on, the, uh, uh, on that. And you have to end up having to, you know, stop running. You have to get in there, do the rehab stuff and go back to square one. So instead of going back to square one, I have, you know, isometrics is one thing. Uh, another thing, obviously, is just to work the other side of the body. It's essentially what I've been alluding to the whole, through this whole episode is that if you have one side of your body that's a little off, you know, a left hip, a right shoulder, then work the other side of the body. So work, yeah, you got to work that other side. I mean, it's essentially pretty <laughs> straightforward. You just work that other side and you'll get stronger while you're trying to get the other side, you know, from doing too much work, right? So yeah, rehab is kind of like if you have any limitations, it's a wrap. You got to, I mean, if you feel any li- limitations, meaning injuries, uh, it's a wrap. You got to back off and you can't, can't continue running. You got to stop what you're doing. You got to stop lifting how you're lifting, stop exercising how you're exercising, and go back to square one and solve the actual issue. Uh, so that's essentially a prescription. If you have, you know, help prevent an injury, and if you have an injury, that's your prescription. You know, if you have the, in- if you, if you want to prevent the injury, isometric. You make sure your joints are strong, your tendons and ligaments are strong, so your muscles can keep up essentially, right? So your muscles aren't going to be pulling your ligaments and tendons out of place because you don't have stability. And make sure that you work the other side of the body. If you have something that's off, work the other side of the body. Back off from what you're doing. Find the spot that's off, work the other side. I guarantee you'll see a huge difference in how you're working out. Now, in terms of like a real world, like real world analysis, because I was thinking about this and how it applies to the real world. And, you know, it's, it's really simple, actually. You know, there's, it's not, it's not usually one solution to, to anything in life. To any problem in life, there's not usually one solution. There's normally a multitude of, uh, of solutions. And normally it's those multitude solu- of solutions together that help solve the problem. So it's also not always what you think. Whatever the cause of the problem is, it's not always what you actually think is the actual problem. You know, it's, it's the cause is not always the actual problem. So that's something to consider. That's in real life. You know, like sometimes you may have an issue with uh, having friends. Your problem, your problem, problem is that you don't have friends. The cause of that is not the problem, right? The cause of that is most likely that you just don't have social skills or you're not social enough. You know, so the cause is you're not social enough, but the problem is you don't have friends. So the solution to that is to A, get a little bit of social awareness, B, maybe go out and find more social people <laughs> in your life. So, I mean, it's not really always a, you know, cut and dry. And that's probably a pretty bad example of how to solve a pretty bad problem. <laughs> I was just off the top of my head. But you can just think about it. I'm pretty sure you have some issues uh, that you've run across in your life that didn't have such a simple cut and dry solution. Right now, I mean, COVID-19, they say that uh, you should wear a mask, but that's not the only way, you know, obviously social distancing is a great way to get healthy or stay healthy, um, stay out, go out, work out outdoors, uh, you know, eat healthy. There's a lot of ways that you can like solve the problem of COVID, uh, but it's not necessarily the case that everybody is sticking to that solution. So anyways, uh, you know, a, at the end of the day, there's a lot of times that there's many things that 
are the actual solution. There's never really a one-size-fits-all, simple, clear-cut solution. So at the end of the day, sometimes you got to recruit resources. Sometimes you can do it on your own. Other times you got to find other people to help you actually solve the, pro- solve the problem. But at the end of the day, whatever the solution you come up with, first, and of course, and of course most, most important, you find out what the actual problem is. Because the worst thing you can do is to just guess the problem and start hacking away at solutions. Because that's the biggest waste of time and it's frustrating and you might not end up coming up with a solution at all because you might get so frustrated with the fact that you can't find the problem that you just end up living with the problem, which is not a good thing. You don't want to be living with the problem. You want to actually be solving problems because we're all problem solvers here. That's what we are as human beings, really. So anyways, that does it for my day. I really do hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you take this, I hope you heed this advice and take it for what it's worth because uh, like I said, as a personal trainer, I've seen this a million times. Maybe I am not, maybe I might not be the exact person to give you a real world uh, analysis on how to actually solve your real world problems. But in terms of exercise, though, isometrics and rehabbing, backing off and working on the other side, those are pretty simple cut and dry ways to prevent and heal or recover from injuries, limitations, and dysfunctions in your movement system. So anyways, I'll pick back up tomorrow, Wednesday, or whenever your tomorrow is, or whenever the next episode is for you. Uh, I will pick back up, and I'll have another great one, an action-packed episode for you. Maybe not action-packed, but it's going to be another great one. So anyways, again, again, I really appreciate you listening. I would hope that you uh, refer your friends, tell your friends about this podcast. Uh, Make sure that you are subscribed if you're not subscribed already. And please leave a rating or review if this this or any other of my previous 507 episodes brought you value. All right. Check you soon, and as always, keep good company.